0: Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO one hundred and one on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session. Is now in session.
0: Hello, and welcome to SEO one hundred and one on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcut, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. So, John, we both had some busy weeks. <sighs> you, you know you know what
2: you know what though? when you just first introduce the show and you go, "Hello, it always just like sends this nice little calming, relaxing thing to me because it's like we're doing a show, all right, I can chill.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. yeah, I was just saying to you earlier i'm, I'm on some good muscle relaxants right now because of my back, so I'm chilling anyway <laughs> yes.
2: nice. so I can harsh. be I can be extra harsh is what you're saying, and you won't care,
0: <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'd be like. Yeah, whatever, dude. Anyway,
2: <laughs> you need to be on one of those other shows that the Webmaster Radio Network sends. <laughs>
0: yes, Cannabis Radio. There we go. Cannabis Radio. <laughs> oh my gosh, are we ever getting like lots of interest from uh, cannabis-related businesses for SEO? Very interesting. Lots nice. of work. Because of course they can't do any pay-per-click. So I don't know. There, uh, that's going to have to change. I'm, su- I'm just kind of surprised that hasn't changed yet, but it's going to at some point.
2: Yeah, it, it won't change, I don't think, until they really get like a national decision. And when it's, as it's still state to state, I don't think they can change it. Yeah. But once there's some kind of national decision, they'll have to follow that.
0: Federal change, I guess.
2: Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But it's but there are countries where that is legal, so how do they deal with it there, right? Can, can you do... You know, in Amsterdam, you know that area. Can you can you do PPC for for marijuana? It's legal. There's a Google. I'm sure there's a, is that the Netherlands. Yeah, I'm sure there's a Google N E dot It's
0: a good question. Actually, maybe it's a policy of Google not to do that. They're a public now, so whatever money makes money, they're going to do. So yeah. at some point, they'll give up on that.
2: You, you, you and I have both been to Google. We know that there's, the, the people at Google, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of them partake, as they
0: say. You don't know. Some of them are pretty straight-laced. Uh, I'm not so sure. But yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah they certainly have stressful lives. <laughs> <laughs> well we sure have a lot on the show today so i guess we better get going it's tons of news i guess it's just amazing how much has come out in the last little while i mean a little bit of repetitiveness, but what's new though probably the best news which you've moved to the top and rightly so is that uh, google has finally finally we've been muttering about this forever uh, removed the referral spam from google analytics reports um, um,
2: automatically I mean, there used to be some ways you could get in and set it up and now it's automatic which is awesome
0: we were getting so tired of going in there and adding new refers it was just yep. it just seemed pointless it was ruining their tool because and, and and i can't even imagine how many people are going to be just what like, what what happened to my traffic
2: <laughs> oh yeah absolutely well ex- explain what was going on for those that are not quite sure what we're talking about with referral spam
0: yeah, so if you have a Google Analytics account um, and, and you had it set up for your website, uh, you could look at the traffic coming to your website and it would look pretty good. But then you'd look at the actual referrers, the people or the, the website sending traffic, and they'd be the weirdest names. Top promotions, all of hyphens, dot biz or something. And that'll be like 50 or 80% of your traffic. Or And you're like, wow, what's this? And then, then you would click on it and that's where they get you. They'd want you to go and see who they were, and then hopefully get stuck in their funnel and spend money, or, or, or they'd get impressions for their ads or whatever it might have been. And uh, the way they did this was sent. They'd send false traffic signals to Google Analytics they didn't actually visit your site at all, and and it was totally uh, poisoning uh, Google Analytics. It was the data was practically useless until you refer um, remove yeah. these refers manually through the setup of Google Analytics.
2: Right. So it wasn't actually real traffic going to your site, which gave you a false impression. So now Google is going to filter these things out automatically. So if, you, if like Ross said, if 50% of your traffic was coming from some of these referral spams, all of a sudden it's going to look like you've lost half your traffic in analytics. But while it seems that way, the traffic you lost wasn't real traffic anyway. So it shouldn't impact your business or your visitors at all.
0: You got to remember too, and I know this is—it's—it's it's true. This is very common. Most people um, that aren't savvy about this stuff see traffic as money, but it's not. It's, yeah. the traffic is just—it can be useless. Uh, it's a matter of what traffic was leading to money. You shouldn't see any impact whatsoever in your bottom line from this yeah. change
2: but the interesting thing is and rightfully so a lot of seo's have been moving away from reporting on keyword rankings as their primary metric for success and reporting on traffic generated you know by organic search or traffic specifically to the quality. site as quality traffic but but not everybody is savvy enough to be able to break out the different types of traffic and they just say look your traffic's gone up well now I was sudden, an SEO that hadn't broken out really quality organic search traffic as as the metric and they're gonna get this report that looks like the traffic went down and they're thinking they they might think they got hit by a um, some kind of penalty or something like that if they're not really aware and up on top on this or if they're not reviewing the reports with their clients directly and the client just logs into something or gets a report that's automatically generated they're gonna see the traffic Drop and you know now all of a sudden you're gonna to have to explain what happened. I um, mean it's much better to be proactive and go to your clients and say hey look this is what's happening here. Google's fixing a problem, um, and, and you're going to see a change in your traffic numbers.
0: Yeah, it's going to weed out a lot of SEOs that aren't in the know, uh, quote-unquote SEOs, the ones that really aren't. That's, <laughs> my that's true.
2: Or, or, or the new ones that are listening to our show trying to learn today. Fair.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That's true. <laughs> Sorry to be being so negative. That's very true. And, mm-hmm. and kudos to you guys. I mean, you're the right show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just saying, you know, it's it's about time Google caught up to that episode when we were telling that referral spam was an issue and they finally yeah. listened.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so those emails you've been sending to, to, to John and Gary directly with links to the show have been working.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I told them over beers last week. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I, mean,
2: don't, I think you mean you were talking about them over beers last week.
0: Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, gluten-free beers. Yeah, unfortunately. I, I
2: prefer Google-free beers, but that's just me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So this is another one you interesting you you posted your sites with linked Link, you better take this on. I don't know what this...
2: Sure. So this is something we've known for a while, but it came up at SMX West, so I thought that I'd bring it up again and talk about it. Um, One of the Google presenters mentioned this, and um, when you have a manual action based on links, so you had some problems with your backlink profile, Google discovered them, they gave you a manual action, and you dropped out of the rankings, and you worked, and you worked, and you say, okay, we fixed all our backlink problems, and we're waiting for Penguin to update to fix this, Right. What they want to make sure you know is that once you once you have that fixed and once you've gotten rid of that manual action, you're, you're going to lose rankings. Because one of the things that they noticed was that you were outperforming where you should be performing because of those um, bad links. So those links were providing some kind of value to you, but they were the wrong kind of links. Either they were paid links or through spam networks or something like that. They, they, they actually worked. They, they provided a little value, so you were ranking better, but you got busted. So you got penalized. You had to clean up those those links. When you get out of that penalty, those links are no longer helping you because, rightfully so, they're gone. That means you're not going to be ranking as higher as you were. And people, sometimes people get confused. Like, well, I'm not penalized anymore. Why am I not ranking as high as I was? <laughs> it's because it's because you got rid of that. That um, I hate to use the word unethical, but those bad links that were actually doing good things for you, but since they were um, outside of Google's guidelines, you got busted for that, and, and you had to get rid of those, right? So you're not going to be ranking as well.
0: Yeah, it's it's, really in, and I've said this in the last few episodes, just because, I mean, so many ble- bleeding competitor reviews, how many links out there still give benefits for, for, some, for I, I just don't, I can't believe how they've made it through the filter. So there's still a lot of, com- yeah. lot of businesses that are going to still get hit by all this stuff. It's just taking the time
2: yeah, and I, th- I think I think because it is taking so long, there's going to be a huge, huge shake up in rankings when Penguin finally does hit again. And not necessarily because, People are going to get hit with negative stuff because of the new Penguin algorithm, but because all those people that have gone and fixed stuff are now going to be moving back into the ranking. so it's going to it's going to just totally shake up where everybody's at because there's going to be like a lot of new players that that are back in in play that were out because of the the, the Penguin issues. And once they fix them, and Penguin says, "Oh yeah, okay, you're fixed," and we're going to readjust you based on those fixes, it's going to shake things up a ton.
0: Might as well jump to that. Uh, Google says they're still working on it. So it's still not ready to roll out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, it, and I, the funniest part of the whole article that I read about that is that the Gary Isles said, I've given up uh, giving out dates for Penguin. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have done that a while ago. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. You, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've long since, yeah. we. And it's funny that people would report and go, oh my God, it's happening, it's happening. But I'd be the first to say, "Oh well, whatever. I don't care." As long, (laughs) I was saying, I'm very fortunate not to have any clients right now that are waiting for it. Um, I'd hate to be in that position, and I'm sorry for those that are out there that are. It's got to be horrible.
2: Well, you think about it, right? If you're you're an SEO, and if you've got a client a year ago, part of your pitch to get this client is, you know, I'm going to work. You've got backlink issues. We're going to work on getting these fixed, and once they're fixed, it's going to improve. You know, a year ago, you were under the assumption that the Penguin's going to update at least once or twice in the next year, two years, right? And that you should be able, but it's a year later and your client's saying, hey, I haven't seen any improvement. What's going on? And how do you explain to them, like, well, it's Google's fault still because they won't update the changes we've made. The client's going to lose any kind of um, respect or trust in your ability to help them because Google's not doing the things they need to do to make your work valuable. It's really just kind of screwy.
0: Yeah. It really is uh, and and unfortunately these these companies, in many cases are suffering through previous SEO work. yep, very true. yeah they trusted the wrong people and sometimes they were trusting people that did an amazing job of selling it and and it just seemed super ethical but really weren't. Uh, it's just sad
2: and this is this is actually kind of a good lead into the first Mueller file of the day. So mm. leave a space for the sound effect. Well, hopefully he put something there.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm not sure. I heard it already. I'm not sure I'm hoping he has.
2: Well, that's a good know. point. Oh, man, I forgot. That is pretty bad. Isn't it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, So when you think about the work you do for clients, right, and what can you do to help a client – Perform better in search. You know, link backlink profile cleanup is obviously one of the big ones that we do these days. But there was an interesting um, Mueller file where someone asked um, John Mueller on, on a Google Plus Webmaster Hangout about you know why don't they tell us more about what happens? You know, what are the factors that we can do to help? And his answer was pretty interesting. I thought he, he's. And I'm going to quote here. It's a couple sentences. He says there may be ticks you can get that can get you a quote. Point higher, unquote, in the search results, but they do not last. Um, they don't last because it doesn't change how relevant your pages are for users, and thus the algorithm will adjust, and your your site will go back to where it was. So if you're just doing little tweaks, they're going to help. I mean, I, I think they. I'm not think. I don't think he says don't do them. I'm thinking he's saying don't expect those to make that big of a difference long term. So no, when we're talking about a little. Exactly. So, so, and, and I'm thinking, you know, and he didn't go into details about which ones, but I'm thinking things like, you know, there's all these little things that have been in the in the SEO roles of things to check off your list for so long, like, you know, um, what's the the, uh, the what's the the code to content ratio in your HTML. Things like that, right? Yeah. We looked at for years that don't mean a lot anymore. But you think, well, okay, if it's really bad, let's see if we can get it a little better. Those are the kind of things I'm thinking of. Um, even things like alt alt text and alt attribute, right? How it doesn't. We know it doesn't have that much weight for for relevancy, and it's a little thing you change. You, you, you add a keyword into an alt text on an image. That's so minuscule or, compared or, to yeah,
0: or yeah, like title anchors. I mean, who knows? It's yeah. just all these little tiny things that you could do to really provide a comprehensive optimization that yeah, we can only guess how much impact it has. But it's really yeah. just a matter of crossing, crossing the T's and dotting the I's and, and just making sure you do it every time. And you've done the best job you can.
2: Yeah, but the, I think the key to that quote is it doesn't change how relevant your pages are. Yes. I mean, if you want to do better for your clients, you want to optimize better, make the pages more relevant. And that's 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 the critical piece these days.
0: Yeah, agreed. All right, well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the Google Search Console.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
2: Hey, this is Danny Sullivan
3: Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great
1: ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrands with a... Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, hosted by John Carcut, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. So, Google Search Console may split out where your page is shown in the search results. Now, this is something I was saying to, to John. I, I see in SEM Rush, one of my favorite uh, SEO tools. It'll actually show you based on – it doesn't show for each ranking, but when you look at your organic rankings, the the non-paid rankings, it'll show you all your rankings you have that it knows about. But it'll also show on the side – this is a new add-on – how many of them are in um, the knowledge graph and how many – which ones are linked also and which ones aren't linked. There's lots of really interesting things that they've added now. And apparently, Google's considering doing that, which should be great.
2: And I hope so because I I know – it's in it, to give you an idea what we're talking about. So, like, they're specifically saying, you know, what was your were you in the featured snippet box or an AMP page, you know, on the carousel of AMP? And I hope they expand it to other universal search elements like news or video or image blocks, some of those um, different types of search results we see in those organic searches. Because right now, if you're looking at your analytics and you get a link from somewhere on a Google search results page, um, unless it's an Ad that you've specifically tagged so you can track it, you're not sure where on that page that link came from. If and it's a big, it's been a big deal for me for a long time because you know there's all there's very frequently an in the news box. And if our traffic from news is featured in in that news box, I don't know whether I'm getting traffic specifically from Google News or from Google Organic around that story because. You know, if it comes from news.google, it's easy. But if it's in that in the news box, it's on the organic page. I don't know the difference um, from an analytics standpoint, right? It's very hard to tell. This would help tremendously to tell us where the where your link is on the page. I'm
0: excited about it myself. Yeah, and, and just to show you, I, I just pasted an image for so you can see it there, John. This is what they show for uh, SERPs, our search engine results, in mm-hmm. SEMrush. So how much of it's in the knowledge graph, how many of them are instant answer, how many are in the local pack, how many are in news, and how many are in images. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah,
2: yeah and I've seen that, but I still don't know whether that news is from the news section or from the from the organic page in the news box. Um, and, I can find l- out. Yeah. Because you can click sure.
0: on those, there are links, and they'll show you more. I'll just see. I'll click on one of the results to see what they show. Oh, poop. It's taking me more data. I don't want more data. (laughs) I want to see the actual results. I mean Uh –
2: and, and and I've been and I want to dig into that myself because we have we use SEM Rush too, great tool. Um, I, I, there's a bunch of tools that are like that. SEM Rush, um, SpyFu is another one that's fairly good. Um, I've I personally prefer SEM Rush to to, to, to that type of tool. Um, it's great great data, especially for competitive analysis, like you said, Ross. It's good good tool.
0: Yeah, well, it's loading a snapshot of what it saw, so I can actually tell you. Um, uh-huh. for some kind of interest to see how that, I've never, I've barely ever used a snapshot tool and I can see why, it's slow. Come on, load. <laughs> <laughs> While that loads, why don't we jump into the next piece here? Now that's the end of the Mueller files. Yes, um, should, the Mueller files is done. <laughs> so, uh, results in the AMP carousel can also appear in regular Google search results. So what does this mean? So accelerated mobile pages, it's something we've talked about in the last, well, quite a number of episodes now. Uh, it's, it's a way of, of uh, it's showing your, your web content in a highly mobile-friendly manner. And it's something that is recommended for any news-based site or anything that could be appearing in, in Google News. You know more about the carousel than I do, John, because you're always dealing with it. So why don't you take yeah, on that?
2: Well well, this this is interesting because it's actually been kind of a question for a while now. Um, so when your pages show up in this this carousel, the amp carousel, um, you can you can swipe left and keep going and see a bunch of different articles in this carousel. When you're on a mobile device like a phone, you can see one. Sometimes if you have a larger phone, two of these articles at a time as you're swiping, if your article numbers, you know, 12 on that list, you know, it's like being on the second or third page of Google. No one's ever going to get to you. Um, so people were worried that, 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 okay, if I'm that far down the list, um, no one's ever going to see my content, even though I'm in that carousel. But you can also show up on the organic results of the display under the carousel. So, so pe- so that's an interesting. You have two chances now to be on that same page, um, which is not normal for Google to having having pages show up twice or s- results show up twice on the same page. Mm-hmm. Now Mueller did Mueller did say when they were talking about this, or I think it was Mueller, somebody was whoever it was. That they may decide at some point in the future that if it's in one location, it'll be filtered out of the other location. Um, whether that means that if you're, they decide whether you're better for the carousel versus organic search or vice versa, that's yet to be determined or seen yet. But right now, you can be in both, which is which is good for now. But I wouldn't expect it to last forever.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you ended with that because I was about to say the same. It's that's, yeah. It's, the double up no that doesn't sound like a very good search experience yeah that's
2: not normal for them
0: (laughs) i'm surprised it's happening at all quite frankly
2: i Uh, think they're probably doing it because it's taking a a while for a lot of news big news organizations to get this amp piece in place so i think once a majority of the the news content is in amp format they'll make that switch
0: well, the next piece of news here is about ad-app in, install interstitials. Uh, there's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I still don't
2: like saying that word. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was just as bad when I had to figure out how to say
0: concatenalization
2: or spell it. Concaten- Canon, <laughs> oh, canonicalization. canonicalization. <laughs> See, I still can't say
0: You need us a, 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 a British-aligned folks to help you out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what I, I've been reading this, and what I don't get about this is whether or not this is only – So on fake app interstitials, so it's only for – because what it looks like is what they're saying is that when you're using your mobile phone, it'll look like an app interstitial, but it's actually just content that is before all the other content. And you have to scroll down the page, and then you see the actual content of the page. So it looks like something, but I guess what it's doing is it's trying to usurp Google's interstitial penalty.
2: Yeah, exactly. So the people are trying to use interst- so so right now if you have interstitials, <laughs> those things that, that Ross can say better than I can. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know you you actually um don't get listed as a mobile friendly page and you don't get um the the rankings benefit of having a mobile friendly page right so there's no actual penalty for having them you just get flagged as not mobile friendly which in itself means that you you don't get the benefits of being mobile friendly right so it's one of those one of those tricky situations where people call it a penalty but that's not exactly what it is um but what 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 the fake ones do is they apply all the content below this below this um this app thing and <laughs> 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 I'm just not going to say it. I'm going yeah. to I'm going to come up with my own it. name for it. Yes. Um, the app i. But anyway, <laughs> they put the content below it so it seems like a full content page that's mobile friendly. So basically, it's tricking their algorithm. And unfortunately, Yelp was one of the first companies to do this, and it worked really well for them and still works for them. And um, a lot of companies said, hey, it works for them. I'm going to do the same thing. So a lot of people started copying that. And if they do this manual action against these things, it's not going to just hurt Yelp. It's going to hurt everybody that thought Yelp knew what they were doing. And they did know what they were doing. They just weren't doing it. You know the way they Google wanted them to. Yeah,
0: no matter what, using these interstitials, they, uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they uh, Yelp was trying to usurp Google. I mean, come on, you're you're you're. It's like, hello, are we going back to 1997 and SEO? I, world? I mean, they're yep. doing what Google's hates. You're trying to piss them off, and now everyone else is I'm, copying, and they should know what they're doing better. Better than that, mm. uh, but but, but
2: and I don't, I'm not going to say I agree with what they did, but I understand why they did it because that tool drove revenue, right? Mm-hmm. And because because it moved people to the to the mobile device, and, and it, it drove revenue, and they were trying to protect their 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 spreadsheets, basically their accounting spreadsheets.
0: Well, I think the. <laughs> The interstitials, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. You're gonna, you're gonna laugh at <laughs> that
2: every time you say it. Aren't you? <laughs> <I am>. uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The Interstitials uh, are aren't really very innovative. I mean, it's it's done, you know, and and they yeah. need to innovate to keep ahead of of, of these guys. So uh, anyone else using interstitials, <laughs> um, just you know, they're going overboard. They're 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 already way past. They're using keywords to try and get rankings, you know, uh, and they're stuffing them. Just like the old days. Yep, agreed. Anyway, all right. That's enough about interstitials. Uh, how many? You I should, I, should have, a, I have a, a deal. Anyone who's listening, replay this again have a shot every time we say interstitial. Every <laughs> <There's> time <a> Ross <laughs> says it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and every time John tries to.
2: <laughs> no, that's that's like a, that, that's a double shot there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Well, uh, another thing on the the news, and this was wonderful news, wonderful news. Uh, Oh, actually, I I jumped ahead here, but I I just like it so much, is that the toolbar page rank is finally, finally, officially being removed within the next two weeks. I mean, we talked about it before.
2: Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. Removed from what? Make sure they understand.
0: Okay, we'll remove pretty much from the public, public eye. I mean, from uh, the
2: Google toolbar,
0: right? Yes. Just I mean, to be really it, clear
2: from the toolbar that nobody in the freaking planet has installed anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they still get telling me, what their page rank is, they're calling me. I'm like, are you serious? Okay, no.
2: <laughs> Don't uh,
0: Add in their Alexa ranking. Oh, between the two, it drives me insane. Yes. All okay. right. Uh, so, if, if, if was, this
2: worry, if this worries you, if you're an SEO and you're worried because of removing this, find a new career. Just <laughs> telling you right now. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Well said. <laughs> yes. So there was a time for anyone uh, who's new to the industry, uh, <laughs> that page rank was a little uh, colored bar that you would see on a page. And it would give you an idea out of 10 just how, well, what Google thought of the page in terms of many things. But uh, overall, people just thought, Google likes me if it's, if it's above this particular range, like six or whatever. And, well, people started living off this thing. And it and then it at the beginning, I guess it was updated fairly regularly. And then after that, it became months and months and months. And then it became like yeah. a year. And then it hasn't been updated in years.
2: But and they, they said officially they're never going to update it anymore. So my question then, well, why didn't they remove it then? Right? If we're never going to update it in the <laughs> toolbar, why is it even there?
0: Well, that's a perfect example of how they love to F with us. you know why didn't they just remove it it's a perfect it's very well said
2: (laughs) so so i have my trivia that i tell people and they they they, we start talking about page rank um, and and i I tell them you can you can you know impress your kids and friends at at cocktail parties hopefully your kids aren't at the cocktail party but anyway you know what i mean right (laughs) so where does the name PageRank come from Right, we we think you know. Okay, that's the rank of the page. You know, it's it's the number assigned to the page because of its rank backlinks. You know, the number of backlinks, the quality of its backlinks. That's its rank. That's incorrect. The name PageRank came because it was Larry Page's ranking system. That's why it's called PageRank. It's his name doesn't have anything to do with the page.
0: And yet you they're go. brilliant enough to call it PageRank because they're smart guys. They know yes. there's a connection there. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, There you go. Anyway, yes, uh, it was good news. Very good news. With that said, let's take a quick break. When we come back. we got a few more pieces of news before the end of the show.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
3: The Web Marketing Association presents Great Moments in Website History. 1994, Trey G browses with a high-speed 56K modem. 1997, Donnie W. discovers scrolling. 2006, smudges the cat, becomes an animated GIF. (coughs) What is your great moment in website history? The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May thirty first, 2016. Go to webaward.org and sign up today. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at max speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcut, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, so I love this that they brought this up because I'm getting so fed up with seeing these everywhere.
2: And it's another one of those things where they're reminding something, reminding us of something we should already know. Right? Yes.
0: So Google's telling bloggers, you must d- disclose... And no fo- First, disclose when you're reviewing gifted products. Someone sends you something saying, "Review this, please. We'll give it to you free if you do." Well, you also so you have to disclose that you're doing that. This was given to you, and you're doing this this review as a result. And any links back to that product page has to be no follow to that brand, whatever it might be. No follow. No follow means that you're you're not passing any credibility. You're not vouching for that link. You're not passing any of your page. And we're going to go back to this again. Uh, well, let's just say link popularity. Any of the juice from your site is going is not going to that site, which could help them. Yep. In this case, you're no following it. You're nulling, voiding that link. Yep. Um, and then it's just. And then they also said you have to ensure that the quality of that post is high, and not just what everyone else has said. You know, you make sure it's something of good quality. Um, and and something that and this is from. Um, Search Engine Land. I believe Barry wrote it. It says, uh, and, and, he, and I think what he said at the end is, is perfect. Right on target. It says, quote unquote, yep. often when Google publishes best practices around nofollow usage, weeks later, Google sends out manual action penalties for those who do not practice them. So be warned. So it's, this yep. is like a last warning. Shot off your bow. If you're doing this, get it fixed. Otherwise, you could see manual actions. And if you've seen we were just talking about Penguin and how long people had to wait for that to be – those those manual actions to be lifted or any or – not manual actions, but the the the, the, the hurt <laughs> to be lifted.
2: <laughs> the um, pain.
0: Yeah, the pain. You do not want to be in one of those cycles, so don't risk it.
2: Yeah. And it's interesting. You know, the first question I get when I, this comes up in conversations is, well, how does Google know if I got something for this, right? A lot of times when you write it, whether you know it or not, you give plenty of clues – because you're reviewing a product and you talk about the product, the, 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 and whether you know it or not, you give lots of clues about how you got access to that product. So if you're going to try to skirt the system, which I do not recommend, just be careful about how you write about it. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, if you happen to have all the products you have were ones that were, were widely sent to people. <laughs>
2: for yeah, that's reviews, a good point too. Yeah. You're
0: kind of showing your hand. Um, so. Yeah, be very careful, and just we don't want to we don't want you to be in trouble, and this could really get you in trouble. Uh, Google is just into, they don't like this stuff. Um, anyway, that's something I wanted to share. So another thing is there's a couple tools today. We don't do this very often, but um, I happen happened to have noticed a link someone posted in the interior design form um, of this cool little tool called Nibbler. Um, it's a strange uh, address, nibbler.silk. Tide.com and what it does is it takes a bit of time but you punch in your website address and it will uh, look at the content on the site and I'll just bring mine up here um, and give you a report. So overall score for a website, what the accessibility is out of 10 so that's how accessible it is to the disabled, six point an experience, marketing, technology and they give you a ton of tips on what you can do to improve it. I'm pretty impressed. I mean, it's it's. I've seen worse, um, much, much, much worse. <laughs> um, yeah. They they give you uh, the contributing tests, so you can you can dig into why they said something. And so far, I've found it pretty reasonable. I mean, uh, uh, it, it's never going to compare to a real audit ever, but it's yeah. it's it's free. First of all, um, it's not mm-hmm. going to go deep into your website, but it's had some some decent information. Um, it'll say that, uh, for example, this one site I, I did has no link to Google+. It says, well, this page was found to contain some links to Google+, but none appear to be public Google+, pages associated with this website. Recommendation is to sign up for a Google+, page and make sure it is linked from your site, or if you already have one, make sure it's public. Same thing for Twitter. Same thing for printability. Print-optimized pages. There's no print options. Interesting stuff. Like, there's... Some of it may not be applicable, and that's where you know that's unfortunately what you're going to get from an automated solution.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so, so I ran one of our sites on there as you were talking. So I started it right when you started talking about it. It it finished just you know maybe ten seconds ago. So it just finished, and the first couple of things I'm looking at here um, are telling me that I'm you know I'm not going to trust this tool. You know I'm not saying overall just, but the first thing it tells me there's no analytics on analytics on my site. I know oh. there's analytics. Uh, um, it also tells me that I have zero popularity because I'm not listed in Alexa. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right. I'm like, really the site I put in is the leading local news site in the market. That, and we get, you know, literally tens of millions of visitors a month and it has zero popularity. Have you checked Alexa? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm not going to. <laughs> uh-
0: I, I wouldn't even so, know what the URL was if it wasn't as so simple as just going to Alexa. But anyway,
2: <laughs> yeah. that's
0: how little I go there. <laughs> uh, so just,
2: just, just, just my first impression was like, okay, I'm not sure how well this is.
0: That's interesting. Yes, yeah, so I've not had yeah. that result. I've had some pretty decent ones. I mean, nothing fantastic, but um, again, better than most. So uh, you know, give it a try. You might at least find something that you didn't know. It's free. What the hell, right? Um, yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, and it's it's also um, it's it's kind of their lost leader to get you into Beam, which is their main program, which you can pay for, the Pro version. So, you know, this is meant to be a, a bit of a tease, but it's again, it's it's. I've, got, I've found some interesting info. So there's something of worth there. Another one right. is shared by Tiamir, uh, Tiamir, sorry, I always get your name. I hope I'm getting it right, Tiamir, but uh, Petrov uh, from our Google Plus community. And it's called Resizer. It's actually from Google, which I had never known about this one. It's design.google.com forward slash resizer. That's resizer. And it's cute. It's, it's very simple. Um, what it does is it you load your website, you go to a page, it's got three different size screens, one really wide, one really probably a laptop screen, and then a mobile screen. And and they're blank. But if you put in your address at the top, it'll render your site in all the different versions or whatever site you plug in there. Um, And you can see it. If you want to look more closely, you can select just that screen size and you can even move them around. Um, You can pick different screen sizes in a little bar at the top, kind of like a uh, ruler and just pick them. Like if it's 960, you can do that. 1280, 1440, 1600. And you get a good idea how your page renders. I'm uh, pretty impressed. Typical Google. was doing it right. That's good. Of course, don't get used to using it. It's probably going to be gone next week. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mr. Pessimist strikes again.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I've got good reason. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, those are two little little tidbits for you this week and uh i hope uh, you find them useful have you know anything else you'd like to add john
2: no nope, that's good i like those all right cool.
0: well if you have any questions you'd like to share with us please feel free to post them on our google plus community page easily found by searching seo 101 on google plus you can also email me via ross at com or reach john via twitter at john carcutt have a great week And remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody.
3: are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
1: You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting and it's only available in our new app Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.